Yo, 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 welcome everybody to another episode of Reasonable Wrestling, and as I, as you can see, the most high, I'm here with my tag team partner, CT, aka Chitty Bang, what's going on, CT? What's good, everybody? Hey, welcome up to, to Reasonable Wrestling Podcast, we are the underground of professional wrestling podcasting, yeah, you know, I don't even get to it with all the pleasantries, um, I'm coming with a little bit of heat this week, I'm coming with a little <laughs> bit of heat this week, but as he said, it's Chitty Bang. And I'm bringing, bringing the bangers, you know. Um, we're, we're here with Chris the Most High, as he said. You know, the face with the, the heel with the baby face spots, as, as I've been saying these past couple of weeks. Uh, that is your moniker, though. You are the heel with the baby face spot. I do you, get you, a baby you, face pop, You though. do get a baby face pop. I get a huge baby face pop in the, in the public, though. But I'm a heel as fuck, man. <laughs> I heal that shit the fuck up, bro. Uh, uh, yeah, man, so. And I am your messiah. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> With the hair. Oh. <laughs> um, no, nah, man. Like, like CT said, man. We're, we are the uncut, unfiltered, unedited, underground, the professional wrestling pride gas. You feel me? Uh, it's a lot of podcasts out here doing a lot of shit, and and congratulations to y'all. Shout out to all y'all doing y'all thing, especially all the pot, the black uh, uh, creators, black podcasts out there. Uh, there are many like us, but this one is mine. Shout out to the Marine Corps and the rifle shit. This podcast is ours, man. So what y'all gonna get? Y'all gonna get shit a little bit unruly. Y'all gonna get shit a little bit unfiltered. Y'all gonna get shit a little bit like unorthodox from you know a lot of other podcasts. So strap you, in, tap in, stay tuned. Mine, you know what I mean? And when you say this one is mine, this is ours. Mm-hmm. And by ours, we mean that we own our shit on this very day. So let's shout out to. Owning your intellectual property. As you say, shout out to black creators. Shout out to owning your intellectual property. Guys, go out there and get it. Yeah, go. Yo, the the time that you put in with your homie, with your brother, with your sister, with whatever y'all doing right now, man, it takes that much time to go ahead and make sure your business is locked up. So mm-hmm. make sure you own your, your intellectual property. Make sure you own your publishing. Make sure you own your trademark, own your name. You feel me? Independent. Be independent. You feel me? Like it's a it's a ton of money in this podcast, the industry, and uh, you don't want to be left out here on your own trying to get it from somebody else who you can get it yourself. You feel me? So and it's not only the podcast industry, <coughs> all black creators. If you over there, you know, if you do painting, if you do graphic design, if you do film, if you do uh, YouTube, if you do all types of digital platforms, any type of media, any type of artistry, if you do music. If you do anything, if you're an actress, actress, <laughs> go out there, own your shit, go out there and own your own craft. With that being said, we are going to own this podcast tonight. We are going to own this podcast because we got a lot to shit to get off our chest. This week, I'm going to own the WWE. I am going to own them because I got some angst that I have to get off my chest as it pertains to the way they're going about their business leading as WrestleMania. First and foremost, let's start off on a high note. How about that? Let's start off on a high note. WWE <clears throat> sometimes, always misses the mark, right? But when it comes to their booking of Drew McIntyre, they nailed it. 
Mm. We're going to get Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania. It's his time. <coughs> it's his time. But when it comes to your future stars in your industry, in your sport, in your entertainment field, we talk about facilitating the future and you guys fail to do it every step of the way. It's just 2020 now. 2020. And you guys are relying on people to, to bolster your WrestleMania card that are from the 90s. That had their, day, their, their, their heyday in the 90s. So where are we going to get to the point where these guys that have built the foundation over the past 10 years get to their heyday on WrestleMania in the facet of like coming out there and being showcased as the main event? It takes a certain type of business to say, hey, we're going to facilitate our future on this WrestleMania. We might take a hit on some of the numbers, but we're going to do that for a just cause for the future. And I think what they did to Bray Wyatt at Super Showdown was a crime. Because they did... What? Okay. No, I do... go. No, don't cut me off. Let me finish. Okay. What they did to Bray Wyatt was a crime. This guy came back. And I'm not sure... You can call me Mark, whatever the fuck you want. This guy came back after a year hiatus. Came back with a revamped character. Sold mad merchandise. And you relegated him to the second program as he holds a title on your SmackDown television show. The secondary program. We all know Baron Corbin and Roman Reigns has been the top program on SmackDown these past few months. So we're not going to act like they didn't put the title on him just to say, hey, sit there and make that bread for us. Sit there and make those t-shirt sales for us. Sit there and make that money for us. You came with this great, you saved your own career. Came back with the creativity. Saved your own career. And they relegated him as champion to the second deer program on SmackDown. Fine. He's champion. We're thinking, all right, yo, he's going to hold this shit to WrestleMania. He's going to hold this shit to WrestleMania. Go over, face Roman Reigns. Maybe Roman Reigns takes the victory. He goes on as SmackDown champion, universal (coughs) champion. All good and fine and dandy. They announced this, this Goldberg match, right? They bring out Hulk Hogan to promote it. All right, fine and dandy. Cool. They bring Falling Goldberg. He spears him that week going into the show. Nothing. The Fiend has finally fell. Is scared of somebody. He, 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 he takes off. Super Showdown comes. The Fiend gets destroyed pretty much. Spear, spear, spear. Jackhammer. Of, of, of barely got him up. One, two, three. This is a, a character that the, the Fiend that could not be touched. Was pretty much invulnerable this entire time. And what I want in my wrestling storytelling is consistency. Now, I don't mean to be all dramatic, but I do think that when somebody comes with such creativity, and I, and I, and I you know, so such creativity, you reward them by giving it its just due. You saw what happened in this Hell in a Cell match. If you want to book this guy the way they did in that Hell in a Cell match, tell, follow, follow through with it. He's invulnerable. You say he, he took a fucking mallet to this guy's head. He still got up. And, and the match ended in a no contest. Whatever. Have some consistency. And I know what you're going to say. This is what you should expect from the IWE. Nope, that's not what all I'm right, going to say. All right, go ahead. What are you going to say? First of all, can you pass the joint? I didn't, I didn't even get to smoke it. Oh, my God. Yeah, my bad, because I went off. Okay. But, but uh, no, what you got to say? So. I don't care about spirit versus spirit. I, no, no, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I'm not caping for that. I'm not caping for Goldberg. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. 
My thing is with our podcast, we are reasonable, clearly, say the name. We are logical, and we try to steer from hyperbole as much as we can. Okay, maybe I said it's a crime. No, no, no. It's okay. hyperbole. I, I, I get it. I know. Go ahead. But okay, so, and, and, and I get you. Like, I, I am with, I am brave, I am, I am. I fucking wrote a script about Bray Wyatt, about the character, because the character is entrenching, it is enticing, it is entertaining. It's the three E's, you know what I mean? Like, it's... Listen, Bray Wyatt and Goldberg match should have never happened... Just like Bray Wyatt versus Seth Rollins should have never happened. I disagree with that. I, okay, so you flew and I let you land. No, I'm letting you land. So, right, so, so my thing is, is this. That Hell in the Cell match, we didn't like. I did. We, no, we can go back and listen to the tape. We can go listen, back and listen to it. I praised it. The, 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 Everybody killed it. I praised it. So, I, was like, I, like, I like the, the lights, the red cage. I was like, yo, it's different. The lights in the red ca- Yeah, but the ending of the match, we killed because... I didn't kill it. You did, and everybody else did. Okay, I so, okay, saying, okay, so, okay, so, so, okay, so listen. So, so this is the point. <coughs> this is the point. When you put him there, who ends it? Who ends what? Bray. Who ends Bray? When you market, when you, when, when you structure him and you say, hey, okay... We're going to give you the title. I don't think Bray's adversary should have been Seth. That's what I'm saying. He didn't need the title for the character to have been any what relevant to what... I mean, he was relegated to second story anyway. If they were going to do second story with him this entire time, they shouldn't have put the title on him. They probably put it on him to get it to SmackDown. But if you're going to put him on SmackDown with the title, <coughs> make him your top story. That's how I think. Okay, so this is my thing. You give him the title and you make him the top story. So, with SmackDown's roster, SmackDown roster was at a flux of baby faces. We already have called Bray Wyatt Roman Reigns' Joker. To Roman Reigns, uh, we already called Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt the Joker to Roman Reigns as Batman. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. With that being said, Bray should have not been in a match with Goldberg because essentially, you keep the title on Bray throughout WrestleMania, and have Roman finally end. That the thing, yeah, the whole thing. That the whole thing. thing that like that. If somebody's is that, gonna that, do it. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the big dog, the leader. You know, the, of, of the new crop of people, the leader ends that. You know, I don't want to see Goldberg, a fifty-three-year-old dude from the nineties, come in here and destroy a character that you've been building since SummerSlam. That he had been before for SummerSlam before like, for like six. It's been for sure like six months. And and yeah, I think give it as, just do as the, far as that. the way they approached the theme thing at first was great because he was top billing with Seth. He was top billing until he, and he to, was seldom. 
Bray yeah. staying on Raw probably could have made more sense because throughout three hours they have the ability for that. You have okay. Aleister Black. You have, you have different avenues of Bray. Bray being stuck on SmackDown was a sin. Okay, that's in hindsight. The, in hindsight. Yeah, <clears throat> because going forward, that character was too strong for anybody except Roman. Not roster like that roster of Braun Strowman, mm-hmm. or I told the story of Braun Strowman possibly, but it was only Braun and Roman who was too realistic. Like, there's no Shinsuke, there's no, there's no Biggie, there's no Kofi, there's yeah. no Daniel Bryan, there's no Mustafa Ali. Sheamus was out. There's no Cesaro. Like, yeah. no one on that roster could do what they wanted to do with Bray. So that was their original sin. That's exactly. why I say... I mean, I liked what they did with Dan Bryan, but I think if they did it, like, make maybe made it more of a top-building storyline where you feel like, you know, they were getting showcased. And, but they had a great match. You know, they had a great match at the Royal Rumble. So I think that getting Bray... My whole thing is it wasn't as bad as, as it may, may seem. You know? No. And the getting Bray to WrestleMania should have been the main <laughs> arc. It and then it, then it ends there. The culmination <laughs> of this Fiend character, which... Popped off in 2019, which was one of the best things of the entire year that we saw coming out of left field, should have been showcased at WrestleMania with the title, uh, where he finally drops the. Now, one thing I am going to say, fashion, you know, one so, thing I am going to say, he won't miss a payday. He he won't. He but won't he's miss already a... lost now to Goldberg. Like like him and Johnson doesn't even mean so as now, much. So now this is my whole point to everything, right? And uh, everybody's been up in arms and shit. So I want to bring a logical conversation to it, man. Like I don't want to be a oh he killed them and uh, someone from the '90s. Like that's not that's that's you saying it, but that's the sentiment of everybody. So I've been catching it and been feeling it. My problem with this is this: you relying on Goldberg. What analytical monetary value does he bring to the company? This I is think this that is, Goldberg gets his payday. No, no, I don't, no that, that's, that's not what I'm talking about. I don't. That's not what does Goldberg bring to the company and equity? That's what I'm trying to get to. That's what I'm trying to get. Do you think that he is what he was in the '90s? Do you think that people are tuning in? No, when they hear Goldberg. No, nigga, no, to no, WrestleMania. No, exactly. So that goes back to the fact that this was a terrible decision. And you people say what means more. If you're living, if you're living in what matters in you know equity in, in 2000, whatever Goldberg was that, like this what what did make even out in to 2003 be? Goldberg was fucking man. That match between Brock Lesnar and Goldberg at that point in time was something that we had wanted to see. But when it was teased that Survivor Series, we wanted it as soon as it could have happened. Not until these niggas are in contract disputes and then you just fucking throw it up on there and give us a shit show again as niggas get paid for the money that we paid to see and them niggas go off for years, right? That's the, like, this is the business and logic aspect of the show that I wanted to kick off with because this is where I'm not canceling the network. I'm not turning my Abby black and white or no shit like that. I'm not going to go into hours, but what I am going to do is ask the fucking realistic question is of what the fuck does Goldberg do for the company? What new eyeballs is he going to bring? What new viewership is he going to add to? 
what anything what and 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 to the people that you are you are appealing to that are liking Bill Goldberg those can't be the people that pay money every week those can't be the fucking that that though we don't live in that same world with those people i can tell you that <laughs> so at the end of the day what business is being made because yeah you didn't show the note yeah niggas and bought their mania tickets to Tampa and shit like that but like at, at what cost at what it's already a 7 hour show and you're going to provide us three match. It's three matches off the top that we do not want. Yes. Roman Reigns and Goldberg, Undertaker and AJ Styles, John Cena and Bray Wyatt. Now for the niggas, and I, and I can't wait to see niggas outside, bro. I I, I want to see niggas. I, I got to turn the camera back on for this, bro. I want to see niggas outside in Tampa. Not for no, not not for no other reason, but for me to put a face to opinions, because a lot of y'all niggas got fucking cartoon animation avies mm-hmm. and fucking. I want to, I I want niggas to be like, yo, I'm this person with these, because for people to say that Bray can't wrestle, uh, Bray character is whack. Um, who would want it to see Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns for six weeks? Mm-hmm. So you use use that smart aleck fucking notion and explain to me: Are you going to pay attention for six weeks when you got Goldberg and Brock Lesnar? Like you got two <clears throat> champions that you can really care two shits about. Yeah, they got and, Goldberg and, and Brock Lesnar, and and I think that at least one of the matches should have been with you know. A main man from the future. You feel me? I mean, within the title, put it. You know, so it's it goes to speak to John Cena's promo on SmackDown. He hears us, but then you you have the theme pointing to the WrestleMania, you know, icon. It just did. It doesn't. It doesn't work. You know. You know what I mean? Even though they could have set it up in a way where it's like, okay, WrestleMania is looking lit. It's like we're ready for a couple of new big acts. You know. Bray Wyatt doesn't become the entity he he is for our listen and 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 and, I'm, and 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 that's 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 what I'm saying. Bray Wyatt may recover. He may be someone that has elongated career and wrestles. Uh-huh. Bray Wyatt would not be the Undertaker, and that's their fault. And that's that's that's, that's, that's honestly that's like Bray Wyatt had the in 2013 Bray Wyatt could have been legend like had the making of a legendary character and even on a revamp because nigga Taker fucking got buried in the casket he got buried alive nigga there's so many revamps but the Taker name is legendary because Taker was made. In the first 18 months of Taker's fucking, from 90 to 92, let's say 24 months, he motherfucker was undefeated, beat Hogan, won the title. In two years. He was made. In the two years that Bray was on the fucking main roster? Tell me about it. 
Someone, <laughs> someone tell me about it. Because I know about it. It ain't as memorable as fucking beating Hulk Hogan for the WWF <laughs> Championship. I don't care if Sid Vicious was involved. I don't care. Yeah. If, I don't care. When, 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 when John Cena and Bray Wyatt had their feud at WrestleMania 30, mm-hmm. that was the Hulk Hogan moment. That was. That was the legend. That was the package going into that match. Go back and watch the package of that match. It's that was to set a nigga up. Yo, this is WrestleMania what thirty five or six? Forget the I don't know number. But this is thirty six. This is six fucking years later, bruh. This is six. Years later, and we're still having a conversation about this. Is a fucking Andy Dalton conversation, a Ryan Tannehill conversation, a Kirk Cousins conversation? Can you get it done with these niggas? No, no, you cannot, nigga. But he's not. He shouldn't be that. Bray Wyatt should be a Dak Prescott. Is he good? Is he legendary? No. But when he wins. With the people around him, with the circumdary status around, he will be fucking solidified. Yeah, 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 I feel you. Like, Bray Wyatt against fucking Roman Reigns is banger. Bray Wyatt against Daniel Bryan is banger. Roman, I mean, uh, uh, Bray Wyatt versus Aleister Black, which would be new, would have been a banger. Uh-huh, that's true, that's true. Bray Wyatt ending the taker would have been another moment. Finally. I mean, bruh, 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 bruh. Back to back years. Cena and Taker. You don't make your guy. And then what? Oh, we gave him a title at Elimination Chamber for him to fucking lose to Randy Orton, my nigga. So. Business and the logic of this shit does not connect, bro. <laughs> it don't connect, my nigga. Because you're at, at some point in time, I'm not going to give a fuck about Bray Wyatt. And if I don't give a fuck about Bray Wyatt, imagine the niggas who really don't give a fuck about Bray Wyatt, bro. And then you just lost money. That's true. You lost. You you and lost. Not, and that's the thing about, the it, thing it about it, man. Like it's it. the business. Bray is making it, money. That's the thing. Bray <laughs> makes money, nigga. What the, bro? Listen, when we grew up, Kane and the Undertaker were the two scariest motherfuckers mm-hmm. in the world, bro. With this type of technology, digital access, YouTube, all that, bro, you can make niggas scared to fucking take pisses in the bathroom, yeah, in the dark with this nigga. But no, he's a clown show. The theme you can own intellectual pro- like we just talk- you could trademark the intellectual property and copyright, and then make a digital film, digital fuck with this character. You can spin off, and Bray Wyatt can never want to fucking wrestle again because this will make him royalty. That's true. Royalties, I should say. A royalty, nigga. He will be a goat. He will be considered Honestly, a think, fucking goat with this I, fucking character, nigga. I think that he, uh, his his ability to create what he creates and keep it new, 
innovative. He completely shifted his character from the cult leader to the fiend, and then he was with Matt Hardy for that, that time in between, but he pivoted to this new cult, whole creativity that sells merch. He's killing in the ring. And so, for, I mean, and, and for, for niggas who don't like brave ring work, my so, nigga. Like, so with that being on. said, what do you think about Brain John Cena? Because honestly, this that's coming up. I don't like the way they freaking went with it. I don't like the way they 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 alluded to the match. You know out. how Brain about, pointing at the at the sign just doesn't you know seem right. I, you know where I'm about to be at, nigga. I'm about to get in fucking straight fucking mode. That's what y'all listen. I'm gonna tap in when I tap in. Okay. What I got on right now, I got on the four. Shout out to Westside. I got the Kenny Omega drink. Listen, I'm not defecting by no means, but I'm going to watch and like what I like. Kenny and Pac going to give me a half hour? I don't give a fuck about no storyline wrestling. Or maybe I do incorporate a storyline and now I'm really involved. But, like, I'm going to watch what I'm going to watch. You feel me? Like, I'm not tuning in for a (laughs) three-hour Raw for the art art to be. uh, I know that Brock's not going to be on the show. And Jada got the United States Championship. And Street Profits is going for the tag titles. What else am I tuning? And Shayna Baszler about to win, about to win the Elimination Chamber. What well, what else do I need to tune into this show for? Yeah. What what am I about to spend, nigga? What am I about to spend three hours for? Right. Fuck out of here. Right. So now SmackDown. Cool. We're gonna have fucking Goldberg and Roman Reigns. We got six weeks of that shit. All right. Then the Intercontinental Championship. We got fucking. Uh, uh, Braun versus uh, 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 Shinsuke, Sammy, and Cesaro. What a fucking shit show they made that title into. That fucking prestigious fucking new shiny championship. Bro, I would love the championship if it was wasn't fucking around so much coonery as I can say. Oh, a bunch of coonery, coonery. That's what that fucking shit is involved with, nigga. Yeah, it's a. It's it's just, it's not working, man. But uh, hey, it's what the title's not looking. It's not looking that good. Okay, so then boom. So then that, that's 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 their top program. Two two titles, top program, tag team titles. We got fucking the elimination chamber, six way people. I don't even give a fuck about that because somehow the lucha house party got in there. And I don't fucking why heavy machinery not in the it's fucking. A, it's a tag team elimination chamber. It's a tag team elimination chamber. I think heavy yeah. machinery is there, or I gotta check whatever. But I don't care about that because I just can't wait to get to like the best of seven between New Day and Usos. That's all I care about. So we got that. Then we got the women's division. I don't know what the fuck they doing over there. So I just don't care. It's the point. So, like, we're, we are there in the biggest portion of the year for them. And that's where we at. That, 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 that's not on me. That's not on me, man. I've been, ta- <laughs> I've been, ta- I've been tapped in. I've been excited. I've been, but y'all, what are y'all giving me to be excited about? I'm going to see, I'm excited to see Brock and Drew. Maybe they'll work. Maybe. Yeah. Um, there's a lot to talk about with this week, but you pretty much summed it up. That's the week. That's the week. That was much of the, that was the mess of, that was the mess most of the energy. That we felt this week, and that's it's hitting the nail on the head. You know, you try to rationalize it, and you can't. That's why we here. Yeah, that's, that's why. why that's yeah. that's that. This is who we are. Yeah. We are. This is listen. 
man, y'all niggas, y'all not putting y'all best foot forward, and I don't see how. We could have had Alistair AJ. We could have. There's a lot of options they could have done. What? What? We could have, bro. We could have, bro. What? Like, not now, 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 now. You know, like that's the that's the that's the show, bro. Mm-hmm. That's the fucking that's show. The that was raw. You feel me? That was raw. That was SmackDown. And then what? We gonna talk about NXT? How they ju- now? I'ma keep it funky. Dijakovic and Damian Priest might slap the fuck out of me, dog. I'm not even gonna... That shit might give me something that I wasn't even looking for. Yeah. So, that's dope. Walter and Finn? Walter and Finn. Holy fuck. Oh, my God, man. That's gonna slap. I don't know where they're going with the North American Championship with Keith Lee. But you're not feeling the Johnny Tommaso. That Johnny Tommaso shit ain't feeling it. Yeah. And we gotta get three, either one of these three things with the with the big title. It gotta be Adam Cole Velvet, Velveteen Dream. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. It gotta be Adam Cole and Roddy Strong. Okay. Yeah. Or it has to be Adam Cole Keith Lee Unification title. That would be real too. Honestly, those three options, I'm completely on board. With. I know that third one not gonna happen. No, this third one's not gonna that happen. That third one's not gonna Keith happen. Gonna be there, probably with Damian Priest, uh, in some facet, and making a triple threat. Possibly, yeah. I mean, big slap, big sweaty man. That's what Biggie like. Shout out to Biggie. Tune in to fucking NXT, nigga. You might get Damian Priest, Dijakovic, and Keith Lee. Big, big. Man, Biggie's going to the NXT. No, no, I'm he. No, I'm no, I'm saying if Biggie, you, never mind. It's a joke. Oh, never no. mind. Never <laughs> mind. I don't even feel like explaining it. Um, <sighs> yo, one thing I do gotta tap into real quick. Rhea Ripley, bitch. What the fuck was that? <laughs> what was that? What was that? Who talking about our entrance? Who told you to get your whole entrance in, nigga? Who? What? What Asian producer told you? I think they were um, the fucking watch Bianca. I think, I think they were rushed. They were like trying to rush to get off. They probably was. Yeah, yeah and that's they why. was rushed because I know <laughs> so, um, she was supposed to do the pose height over the like, ropes with the drink, and, uh, and Charlotte was like just beating on Bianca. Bruh. And uh, she's actually doing her whole entrance, the stop and everything. <laughs> not trying to save her. Not at all. Not now. <laughs> we are NXT. Not, not one not. iota, nigga. <laughs> God damn. Two weeks ago, she's like, "Yeah, we are NXT." Now it's like, "Yeah, you can, you can fit for yourself, bitch." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <coughs> um. Yeah, man. So um, I want to see a triple threat. Honestly, with those three, I would love to see a triple threat with those three. I would love to see a triple threat. Uh, um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go on a rant and derail the show. Nah, but like, yeah, man, you kind of broke it down. Honestly, I was gonna get into it and everything, but 
at that point, it's like it's kind of not worth it anymore. <laughs> it's it's kind of not worth it. <laughs> it's it's not worth it. I mean, so, but I like mean, you, you go know, to AEW and be like, we go AEW, or we can or we can keep it funky and, and let's 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 keep on let's keep on WWE real quick. And, and we gonna we gonna cancel them niggas out, and we gonna go to AW and and, and 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 close the show. We talking about Mania season right now. We talking about how there's a different subset of fans. Uh-huh. There's your black fans that root for exclusively black wrestlers. There's your black fans that can you know that tolerate and fuck with the white people. That's mm-hmm. non problematic. You got your white fans that fuck with they white wrestlers. You got your yeah. white fans that fuck with the black wrestlers. That's not too black. You know what I mean? <laughs> you feel me? Like it's subset. You got your wrestling. It's subsets of fans. Is pretty much what I'm saying. But right now, a lot of people don't really understand the angst, as you said, the word of black wrestling fans being upset at continuously watching. The people that are supposed to represent our likeness, uh, semi, and not prom and not prominent spaces. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to tell you what the definition of prominent is. You you do that because the definition of prominent is why we would like to see people in prominent positions, mm-hmm. my nigga. Okay, so it, it it yes yes we had a time where there was street profits, Velveteen Dream champion. We got we got Keith Lee as champion right now. Um, highlighted very much so, but that's the point. Like we are at the point that where we are picking out names of the batch that are you know, instead yeah. of instead of the whole batch being seasoned and being good and shit mm. like that. It's just that one good fry. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean every yeah. other fry is is type soggy. Ain't really got no salt on it. But it's that one good fry, nigga. It's firm, guys. It's fresh. You feel me? They accidentally dropped that bitch in there. You feel me? <laughs> one good fry. One... <laughs> so, but my point is this. It, listen, I'm not going to be the one to be like, oh, everybody lost during Black History Month. I mean, I'll fuck around with the jokes and shit, but yeah. like, let's keep it a G. All black niggas lost their black history month, my nigga. Like, what's happening? You feel me? Like, is money being lost? Is money being no, lost in how you book your black wrestlers? Facts. So we have this segment booking black for a reason. We have this segment booking black because as black fans watching black wrestlers not be utilized, not having stories told about them in a fashion that makes them realistic to the people that can identify with them. You feel me? Like, Ricochet don't necessarily have to be a superhero, even though I did feel like that there was money in that character, especially around the time of when they were trying to do something with it. But at this point in time, that superhero been feeling fell off. You feel me? Cedric the Alexander yeah. was in a main event with Roman Reigns. Uh, right now, him and Shelton Benjamin is wrestling on main event. Shelton Benjamin was a big signee to do what? You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. a, a, a talent after talent we can name. Apollo Crews, God, good God. You know what I mean? Bobby Lashes mm-hmm. with Lana. Like, we can go talent bar for bar as niggas used to, you know what I'm saying? I think as the only we, one that I, I say is, like, perfect right now is R-Truth. Honestly, R-Truth is... Like R-Truth a, is he's fucking... He's killing his roles. 
whenever he's out there. Honestly, he's he's, he's he's you know the thing about our truth and the difference between the other people. I think our truth really does have the unapologetic unapologetic unapologeticness of I don't give a fuck if he lets me go. Yeah, I mean, like, Ron Killens mm-hmm. has really been around and really did some things and, like, survived some of the trillest shit. So, like, him getting fired is the least. But when you talk about niggas that worked themselves and scrapped and the only thing that they watched and wanted to be a part was this. Yeah. And, but that's that. It shouldn't be that way when you are a creator. Wrestlers are artists. They are independent contractors that should be independent thinkers. Daniel Bryan should not have to go super hard to Bruce Pritchard to wrestle fucking Drew Gulak. If Drew Gulak ain't got shit going on, then you got to fill up TV time, motherfucker. The same goes with fucking Cedric the Alex. Cedric G. God damn, I keep saying it. Same thing goes with Cedric Alexander and Ricochet. Mm-hmm. If you're not doing anything and you are going to put that match on main event, why not build an in-depth storyline of them two never touching but before here under this umbrella and make it a fucking thing? For sure. Like, like yeah. why not? You don't, like, why not? It's not a lack of talent. It's not a lack of talent. It's a lack of fucking effort. But it's never a fucking lack of effort when you want to get over a white nigga, dog. It's never a lack of effort when you want to go all in with fucking have, Monday Night no, Messiah. When you want to revamp Buddy Murphy. When you want to motherfucking... And I don't, like, I don't mean to be nitpicky. And it's not only to be nitpicky, but especially with the... The Kofi and Ricochet thing, you know? Like, they... Never got to see what we can do. They can do a Brock, but Finn, you know, he's a small guy. Got to see what he can do a Brock. AJ, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan. They got to see what Bruh, they can and they do. got the same fucking amount of time in the ring. They both ten plus. Everybody that you name, 10, 15, 12, 13, 14 years vets, nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, what, like, what, you know, Ricochet, no fucking rookie. Yeah. Kofi ain't no fucking dud. Yeah. But listen, I'm going to keep it a stack though. I went back and watched the beginning days of NXT. And Miz was Daniel Bryan's fucking, uh, 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 you know, um, superstar. Mm -hmm. You can tell the vast difference between Daniel Bryan Having something at that point in time that nobody did going back. So that's a decade back where Daniel Bryan was ready. Right? So I can understand that. We can go a decade back where AJ Styles was ready. You know what I mean? Because that... That, that 2010 yeah. AJ Styles is an innovator. 2010 yeah. American Dragons is yeah. an innovator. Yeah. Ten years ago... Ricochet was backyard wrestling. Exactly. Ten years sure. ago, Kofi Kingston was just, so I can I can come around and, and even like we can have that conversation a sure. realistic conversation, conversation and yeah. have that. But that ain't got shit to do with now, nigga. 
I'm a 10-year vet. What's happening? Why I can't get eight minutes? For sure. You uh, flew me all the way out to Saudi for what? Exactly, man. I was like... I mean, the so check cleared. You, you said on the podcast last week. The like, check cleared, bro. That is... You know, exactly. That's Saudi. The presentation for that Saudi show was incredible. It's like a whole WrestleMania in its own right. Bruh. But as far as the execution of what they put out there, like I said, it's always just nasty. You know, it's just, it's like a check, and then they just lose all types of <coughs> what the fuck they're doing creatively over there. Um, and that's because I think they're going back to these nostalgia acts a lot, you know? And it's not that I don't want to see Goldberg at all, or I don't want to see Undertaker at all. Like, they have legacies. And I'm sorry to keep going back to this, but um, the Saudi show just stunk of that, you know? Um, I think that... I mean, Ricochet in itself, like having that match when you when you or you said it's going to be a banger, and we we expected it to be, and then we get that. It's it's just I can't, okay. So at now, the very least. now fast forward, and we're going to go. Pin this is a great pivot, great segue. I'm not going to continue to bash WWE, which I am for not utilizing their talent, having old people as champions. And not talk about AEW, okay, okay, okay. not utilizing a talent, and having motherfucking old people as champions. You feel me? I, now, I think Jericho's that, ring work and ring and and and, and, and time and space and like beyond, does not compare to Brock Lesnar and Goldberg. Uh, of no, you know, they, he works, he goes, uh-huh. he's out there, he does the promo, he's the face of that company. Yeah. So they're they're not in the same category, but they are in the same category. And, and it's not. I mean, I think AEW has their faults in its own right when it comes to this promoting older generation wrestlers. Or you know, but I think they're early in their company, so I think they do have to pin their um, their hope on people that are proven to begin. You know. <laughs> Um, but you've got to get other people over, you know? So this is the very first year of AEW, but you, they're, they're trying to get these new guys over, you know, get people to know them. You know, I think Darby Allen, we talk about Darby Allen all the time. He got a thing with people, man. He's a fucking mega, he's, he's a mega star. Then you got um, Luchasaurus. We see potential there. We see a lot of potential with a lot of talent there. It's just a storytelling aspect as far as what, what's coming with AEW. Storytelling aspect, it seems kind of... Chaotic, and the storytelling process has taken very long from the last time we saw these angles back in, I think, in November, their, their last show. So I'm not sure if this has to do with the fact that it just is taking forever to tell these stories, but I think they got some players there as far as the people who are working there. I, there's, there's a lot of talent. I'm going to keep it a G. I'm going to say the same thing I said about WWE. I don't give a fuck about keep repeating myself about that. Yeah, they got players, and are they playing? Are they balling? Are they scoring? No, nigga. Then switch it up. Like, that's like you being repetitive and saying, I think they got some players. They, we got to give them time. But now, we talk to some people, and we ask people that's in the business, and we say, yo, realistically, how how, how long should we give someone? They say... You know, 18 months, two years. Yeah. So, we'll give them 18 months, two years. That's fine. The final footing. That's fine. But my thing is, is that. My thing is this, man. We can do the booking of people 
on the fly. Whether it sticks, whether it makes, like, everything makes sense to them. Yeah. Everything is logical. Everything is seamless. Now, if you want to take a piece out here and put it in and stuff, that's fine. And I do but, think it's easier said than done when you're actually moving the pieces. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't, maybe you're too much in it. I, I, I don't, I think, listen, you relegate and delegate that. You know how you make, when you're making the food, it doesn't taste the same? No, it does. That's my, that, that's my thing. Listen, my, I, and, and, and. Because people have different perspectives. When you, when you're in it, you got to make these choices on who to go, who with, all right. But that's to, why it to shouldn't be decided by a collective of them. Okay. Now, when du- you can always tell when Dusty was the booker and he was a wrestler. Okay. You feel me? You can you can tell. And you can tell in AEW who's the booker slash wrestler. True. We've stated this before. Cody's story should have been encapsulated by now so Cody could take the time away to run his company accordingly. I do believe that when Cody, Matt, Nick, Kenny started this in Japan... And it was an idea. They should have done what we did. And we should have put it on the table. Mm -hmm. And put the pieces of the puzzle in some sort of order. Now, they had to do it on a larger scale of having to get an investor and TV deal and shit like that. So, with that being said, someone should have took the creative reins. Everybody don't necessarily need to be in the business meeting. Gotcha. Cody and Tony can go in a business meeting and call Matt and Nick and be like, yo, uh, you know, or y'all can be FaceTimed in because Matt and Nick is writing a creative out with Kenny. Like you, that it has to be, it has to be some compartmentalizing. Yeah. I wonder how, how hard it is to do that while wrestling, while they, but then Kenny's, you know, wrestling and young bucks are wrestling. So it's going to be and a little bit hard to ha- coalesce. So, you know? so. Your core, you know when you go into the, and this is what I'm saying, going back. And, and we've harped on this, but I'm going to say it. Hold on. I, I want to go, li- go live with this. I want to go live with this take. I want to go live with this take. Um, um, our first in-depth conversation about... A-E-W I dropped the phone And some time <laughs> Yo, man, that's messed up What happened? <laughs> Days and my little brother are telling me that I dropped the phone um, During the live <laughs> Shout out to Days, shout out to Kenny So um, with AEW, the situation with them, and and and, and my, my thing is, is that in January, when the idea of the company was realistic, mm-hmm. it should have been compartmentalized. It should have been all right. So, 
how how like we we really gonna make this work? We gonna yeah. do this? Yeah. All right, cool. How how can we? Yeah. Okay, your deal ends here. Okay, you out of your deal here. Okay, all right, cool. But like, you can't assume they didn't have this I, conversation. I, I hear you, you know? but what I'm saying, TV mapped out for six. When you know your core, TV mapped out for six months. The new pieces that you added was Hager and Cobb. That's it. There's no other major players that came into the equation. Mm-hmm. So you could have had... And, and nothing tells me that they had six months worth of TV written out. Nothing tells okay. me that they had six weeks of okay. TV written out. Nothing told me that nothing tells me that they had storylines intricate enough, compelling enough with Jericho going into something with Cody or Jericho going into something with Moxley mm-hmm. or Kenny and Hangman being ta- or SCU being tagged. Nothing tells me that they were capitalizing on Private Party or mm-hmm. Lucha Bros or 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 Darby Allen or or putting Jimmy Havoc on TV more with pro, with uh with packages. Nothing tells me that they had an ideology of who they was. Nothing tells me that they had an identity of who they were going to be. I I believe that we've been saying this for the past. So right, so 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 my 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 whole question, my whole thing is, is that when it comes to WWE, I know their identity. They're a money making machine. Mm-hmm. They they rotate people in, they rotate people out, and if you be able to make it to where you can make it, then get you some money. That's who they grew into be. What is AEW's identity like? What are they like? And I and like we said. But off top, they said we were going to be something that is different yeah, and it's alternative, an alternative. Yeah, and it's not different, and it is minorly an alternative. I think that that also sets the bar lower because they say that you know that hey, we're an alternative. You know, we're not competition. But the only thing is that they keep talking about WWE shit on the show, so it's like what the fuck, you know. Um, so when you I mean after the after the select the hammer thing, I'm like, oh that's pretty cool. They shouldn't have ever talked about the W on the show. So when you got so when you got Jericho as your champion mm-hmm. and we talking shit about Goldberg and Brock as their champion. Jericho needs to drop. Be, Jericho, be right. So time. right, it's so it's taking too long. And it's taking too it, but my thing is why? I don't know. Why and it's not good. It, it it's oh, not good. Oh, <laughs> we finally I, at the point though. It took you a minute. Because you were saying, hey, give us some time, you give us some time. No, but I think now they, I we're think on no, camera. Listen, I think we got the... three cameras saying it. <laughs> they, they're not good, nigga. Let me, let me get the Hulk no, Hogan the, ear, the, the, the Terry Belay ear. The angle, the angle that they're doing right now is not, not good with, with Jericho and John Moxley. For us, I mean, it's just not. Nothing not, that they're doing is good. You just said the Rio and, Ni- and Nyla joint wasn't good for you. No, I think the they had a good match. They, the they story didn't, they, wasn't they good. Still, they had no story. You know, um, they had no story. You know, MJF and Cody's story is taking too long. Uh, Pac and Kenny got a good story, but Kenny and Hangman and is in the tag, and they have a story. And they have a story together, but it's a tag team, and tag team division doesn't have the belts because they got the, they occupying. Okay, it. so, so what, it, we don't whole, like anything. But that match was fire. Ah! <laughs> Kenny Omega, shout out, Pac. shout out to Kenny oh Omega. God, that match was fire. The that match best. Was fire. About machine, they, they, they nigga. Killed they killed it. The cleaner, nigga. 
that match um, was worth it. Honestly, that yeah. match maybe it was worth worth the worth custodian tuning man, into man. AEW. Yeah, I, I fuck with I fuck with. So they can give me that, and they were. That's what got me is that they had really good matches. Then it got to the point where it's kind of was like okay, okay. Listen, now what? Sammy Guevara needs to get kicked out the group. Pride and Powerful needs to get turned on babyface from Jericho. They need to dismantle this inner circle shit. Yeah, it's not helping. Go. It's not helping anybody. Go. Listen, Hager and Kyle could be a badass tag team. This is the. This is how I book AEW right now. Boom, right here, freestyle. Right now, the inner circle is Jericho, Cobb, Hager, Pride and Powerful, and Guevara. Correct. I believe. Anyway, I don't fact check. Sammy, Jericho, Hager, Pride and Powerful, Cobb. And I'm not sure if Cobb is even in it or not. I'm so I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> if he's in it, he's in it. I mean, whatever. Let's go. What would you do? Well, Cobb should have came in, baby. I think so too. And Cobb and Hager could have went at it. I think Cobb and Hager still can go at it, but I think the story has to be told to where it goes through the inner circle. Okay. There is no secondary title. Cobb can may not be in inner circle, but came to eliminate Moxley because Moxley is in line for the title, and Cobb came for the title. Yeah, okay. So, Cobb can't get to the title until Cobb gets through Hager. So, it's kind of like an infiltration. Yes. Gotcha. Well, he, he's not infiltrated. He doesn't want to be in inner circle. Okay, he doesn't. He just came in to take Moxley out because Moxley was first in he's line. Gotcha. He's skipping. He's skipping line. Yeah. So, he can't get to Jericho quite yet, so I can still have Cobb and Hager with that, and and, and that can mean something. We can have Moxley and Jericho. Uh, Moxley takes the title off of Jericho. Once Cobb gets through fucking Hager, you got fucking, uh, you got fucking uh, Cobb and Moxley already built in for the title. That's boom. Pride and Powerful are going to get turned babyface. Off of Jericho, because Jericho is just the day. Mm-hmm. Once Pride and Powerful goes babyface, your tag team division is not fucking stacked. Pride and Powerful, Lucha Bros, Private Party, SCU, this Young to, Bucks. This inner circle thing has to end with them backstabbing Rick, uh, Chris Jericho. No, not backstabbing. Chris Jericho gets the max. Like, Chris Jericho kind of, like, gets new niggas to, to get them out of here. I don't want to see Pride and Powerful. I don't want to see Pride and Powerful as a heel. You want to see the? I want to see them get fed up with Chris Jericho and be uh, babyface. Okay, okay, that like, way, that way. Like, Yo, I'm not backstabbing. Okay, yeah, not backstabbing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want this frustration. No, we can do the flip. Okay, then that, know, that'd be then cool. Like, I'm done with this. Shit. That's cool. And yeah. then you test them, and they're like, "Yo, we'll whoop your ass." Yeah, bet. Yeah, that's exactly how you do it. So boom. So now we don't book. We don't book five people. We didn't did your, your, your heavyweight division with Moxley and Cobb. We got fucking Jericho getting turned on by fucking Pride and Powerful Ortiz and Santa. That's five people. We are not boom just like that, nigga. Don't tell me it's fucking hard, bitch ass nigga. 
It ain't fucking hard, bruh. Listen. And listen. Listen. You want to... I'll prove it to you. Holla at me. Holla at me. I'll come for free. I'll give you my ideas for free, nigga. This is me. This ain't even... Intellectual property. This ain't even CT talking, nigga. This is me talking. Listen. I'll give you my fucking ideas for free. I'll give you a month's worth of character development for free for for give me anybody give me anybody on your fucking roster. I haven't watched a fucking week's worth of TV of your product. Give me anybody on your roster. I swear to God, I'll give them six weeks of television time, bro. It's not hard. It's not. I have all the fucking time in the world right now. All my son does is watch Tots and fucking listens to Larry June music. I'm straight. Holla at your boy. Next. You got anything for these niggas? I'm tired of these niggas. I'm, t- I'm, tired, of these. I'm tired of these niggas, bro. I'm tired of giving these niggas the benefit of doubt. I'm tired of these niggas on Twitter We're thinking they can get up these dumbass ideas and just talk. I'm check I'm G checking everything, everybody, nigga. Like, let me turn my motherfucking camera back on, nigga. Bruh, you don't understand, dog. Y'all niggas get away with so much because this Twitter fucking universe is mad friendly and shit. And don't nobody call y'all out for being fucking illogical, unreasonable, fucking just marks, nigga. Watch television, have constructive criticism, and add something to the fucking product. If you can't do that, shut the fuck up, nigga. I'll be in Tampa. Holla at me. God damn, y'all niggas get on my motherfucking nerves, man. My fucking nerves, bruh. Anything? God, I said. Honestly. Thank you for listening. Thank you, man. Peace out, man. Peace. <laughs> Shit, man. What the fuck wrong with these niggas?